Oh boy, is today's episode fire. I'm not going to take too long with this because I just want to get right into the conversation that I have with the beautiful woman, Crystal Fry, who is now one of my friends. I love that about technology and doing this is I get to make friends from pe- with people from all across the world. But she's so passionate about helping other women get out of their own way to start to live in their calling. So I just, I've left this episode totally unedited. I just wanted to leave it real and raw. It is so Holy Spirit led. And I know that every single woman who listens to this is going to get so much out of it. So enjoy. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles and let's get into today's episode. Mama, we're almost there. It's almost the end of the year. It's holiday season and I don't know for you. But for me, this time of year can be a little bit bittersweet. I'm excited because I love Christmas, but I'm also exhausted because I feel like this year particularly has just been dragging one foot in front of the other, trying to keep going. And if that is you too, then I want to let you know that I have something for you. In the Free as a Mama course, I have created this as your four-step guide to go from feeling like you are in survival mode, feeling like you are just doing the rat race of, I'm just trying to get through day by day, to actually enjoying motherhood, looking forward to spending time with your kids, not feeling like you're drowning in dishes and laundry, you're up to your knees in your kids' toys, but how you can actually enjoy being a present mum living intentionally. So in this course, we go through how to free your mind. So how to let go of the mindset of motherhood equals a struggle. Because let me tell you, that is a lie straight from the enemy. And I am here to debunk that and help you uncover underlying thoughts and lies that you are believing and how to really get intentional about who you are. And then we talk about how you can live with intention, how you can be present. What does it mean to be a present mom? We go through looking at boundaries, why and how you can implement them and how to even teach your kids how to have boundaries. And I really want to help you dream again and create a vision for what you want for your family. 
And we do all that in the Free as a Mama course. We also go into how to simplify the home, how to declutter, how to help you get all those mundane tasks done without any fuss because particularly this time of year the last thing I want you to worry about is oh I also have to do this oh plus I have to still do the laundry and I'm not actually going to enjoy this time if you want to enjoy this time with your family then make sure you get your hands on this course there will be a price rise in the new year so make sure you get it now Go to wholesomemama.com slash courses and you can read all the info on the free as a mama course. Plus join us now. Well, Crystal, thank you so much for coming on the Wholesome Mama show. Before we get started, would you mind introducing yourself to the lovely mums listening? Let them know who you are and where you're from. Absolutely, Elise. It is my absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, My name is Crystal Fry, and I am joining you from the east coast of the United States in sunny South Carolina. And so a little bit about me. I am an empowerment coach and speaker. Um, I help women of faith get rid of their limiting beliefs, find their identity in Christ, and help them find their path forward. Um, because we oftentimes get stuck, and I was no exception uh, to that getting stuckness. I also recently uh, answered God's call to start teaching the Word, so that is something that I am doing as well um, through a YouTube channel. It's called A Walk Through the Word, uh, where we go through and kind of dig in deep and really try to understand how we can apply all of those biblical principles and teachings to our lives today. So um, I have been married for almost 20 years. I am a mom myself of two wonderful, incredible uh, sons, and I am just super excited to be here with you and have this conversation. Yes, thank you so much. I'm very excited. Today, we're going to unpack uh, imposter syndrome, and I think it's a thing that a lot of women struggle with, but they don't know how to put a a name to it, or they don't exactly know what it is. So can you first, can we unpack what exactly is imposter syndrome? Absolutely. And it's so funny that you mentioned that you're right. So many women especially don't have a name to put on this. Um, but after they realize what it is, it's like, oh, that that's what I have. You know, that's what I'm facing. So imposter syndrome, simply put, it's when you feel like a fraud. It's when you feel fake. It's when you are in that place where you feel like, You don't belong there because you haven't earned it, even though you have. Like, even though you have success, you still don't quite feel like you should be there. You know, like you're waiting on someone to pull back the curtain and, and, you know, expose you, even though you really do belong there. It really is, it's an internal feeling like, like you shouldn't be there. Yeah, even as you're saying that, I'm thinking of situations in my life where I go, oh, yeah, that, that, that's me. I, I can relate to that. So what exactly, how can we identify imposter syndrome in our life? Like what are some of the scenarios that happen where you go, okay, that's, that's what it is? Absolutely. So there are, there are a handful of ways that you can recognize imposter syndrome in your life, how it shows up. Self-doubt is one of the big ones 
because again, you know, we we have done these things and you know, whether it's whether it's in motherhood, whether it's in our careers, you know, we've advanced to this place, but we still we just we don't feel like we belong. We still doubt our ability to meet the expectations. Um, and that's another one. There's fear that you won't live up to expectations. And those can be your own expectations. They can be from your family. They can be from, you know, other, your job. They can be in your relationships. Most of the time, those expectations are um, perceived. So they're not actually real. Like no one actually told you, you know, at least I expect you to do this, this, and this. You know, it's kind of something that you may have made up in your mind a little bit with your thoughts on how you think it should have gone. And so you're afraid that you're not going to meet those expectations. Um, overachieving is another one. I'm sure that you've got moms listening right now who know what it feels like to be an overachiever and keep trying and, you know, keep trying to be better and do more, even though they've already done so much, really just striving to, to continue to achieve. Um, and perfectionism is another one. It, you know, imposter syndrome often will show up as perfectionism because we're trying to be perfect. Because again, we're struggling with belonging there and so we kind of think to ourselves and mostly subconsciously, well, if I do it better, if I do it perfect, then that validates me to belong where I am. Yeah, I think one thing that I just want to touch on that you said is the idea, well, and really the thing where it's expectations, but often it's not that someone has said, well, I expect you to do this, this, and this. Often it is either our own expectations that we put on ourselves, absolutely. But I think a thing that I really struggle with personally is thinking that other people have put all these expectations on me, like being even being a motherhood coach and helping mums that, well, I have to be a perfect mum then. And like, I'm far from it, but there's all these thoughts, you know, that come up going, oh, well, I can't really do that. And, you know, you can just coach me here right now. It's like free coaching for me. It's great. <laughs> but, um, but no, that's, and it's something that though every woman can identify with, with feeling like we are under, whether it is our friends' expectations, our husband's expectations, our parents or our parents-in-laws, our randoms on social media that that's like a whole nother topic um but their expectations and then yeah you can't especially when they haven't actually probably put those expectations on you to be perfect uh yeah you're never gonna live up to them and you're exactly right so so many of us struggle with and this was something that i had to battle myself so many of us struggle with those perceived expectations. It's what we think someone else is thinking or what we think their expectation of us is. This happens a lot in um, the parenting and in the marital relationship. So in, you know, the here I am, 
I have, you know, I'm supposed to be a perfect wife. I'm supposed to be a perfect mother, you know, all of these things, right? I'm supposed to be Proverbs 31 from the time I wake up in the morning to the time I sleep. And even while I sleep, I should be perfect. You know, I should look angelic and absolutely perfect. Like my hair should never be messed up. I should never drool. And if I snore, I'm just like a horrible person, right? You know, like we, we create these these false images that are not reality. Part of it is because of what we, um, what we ingest, you know, from a social media standpoint, from television, from um, even books, magazines, all of those things from a cultural standpoint, the images that we see, sometimes it is from our family dynamics and how we were raised and what images we were given, how we were told, you know, you should act. Um, as an example, like I said, I'm from South Carolina in the United States. Um, I grew up here, I was born and raised here. And so for us here, you know, like hospitality is a big thing, being polite, welcoming people into your home, having a nice dinner table, like all of these things. And it was so crazy because I have been married for almost 20 years. So I was a very young wife and I, I had this idea that it, my table was supposed to be perfect all the time. You know, like my house was supposed to be spotless all the time. It's very hard to have a spotless house when you have small children. <laughs> Especially if you happen to work outside the home as well, you know, it can be an extreme challenge, but we take all of that on ourselves. And what is the struggle really comes in because we don't talk about it. Mm. We just assume these things. And so we will be in our own spiral, you know, because we're not perfect. We will beat ourselves up with our words. We will, you know, just tell ourselves that we're absolutely horrible people because, you know, whatever we did that day. And we don't talk about that with our partners. We don't talk about it with our friends because, oh, well, we assume that they're perfect and mm -hmm. they assume that we're perfect because that's what we see, right? Because we show people what we want, we, what we want them to see. And we don't have those real conversations to say, I'm struggling and, you know, you look like you've got it all together. And I guarantee you almost every single time that woman will look back at you and say, no, no, my house is falling apart too. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those expectations, we create them for ourselves. And, you know, something else that is just really kind of falling on me right now is to is to help your listeners understand that our thoughts and, and how we perceive these things, when we get into that place, it's an open invitation for the enemy to come in and start telling us, you're not good enough. You should be perfect. You know, look at the person on social media, right? Look at this person, look at this influencer, look at this, you know, this, wealthy influencer who has a team of people, you know, who has nannies and housekeepers and nutritionists and all the things, right? But you don't see any of that. You just see perfect influencer 
raising, you know, beautiful, well-adjusted children. So I think that's another thing that we have to remember is that our thoughts are, are an open place for the enemy to come in and push us deeper down a path that we don't want to be on, which is, is this path of imposter syndrome, you know, not realizing our true value and worth and believing that we don't belong where we are. Yeah, that's so important too, to recognize that when we do go down that it is like us leaving the door open to be like, hey, enemy, you got any negative thoughts for me to spiral down into? And it will always take that opportunity and go, actually, yes, yes, I do. But to recognize that. So how now we know how to identify it. How, how does imposter syndrome, we've already touched on a little bit, but how does that really affect us in how we are then living out our day-to-day life, but even more importantly, how we're living out our calling? Because we all have a calling, but when we get stuck in this imposter syndrome of feeling like a fraud, then we can't step into that. So can we talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're exactly right it gets us in that place where it does become a block for our life, for our success in our life or in our business or whatever it is that we're doing specifically in our calling and our purpose. Because it, when we go through this, it can feel paralyzing to step outside of your comfort zone. And maybe that's where God is calling you to go is outside of that, you know, tiny little bubble that you've been in, you know, maybe he's calling you to step outside of that. And imposter syndrome will bring up just agonizing fear (laughs) of stepping outside of your comfort zone. And I say that, um, and I laugh a little bit at myself because I remember what it felt like to be in that place where I wanted to move forward and I was just deathly afraid to do it. Um, it's self-doubt, these feelings of inadequacy, the unrealistic expectations, feeling like you don't deserve it. You know, that's how it gets in our way. And then we aren't able to step into that calling. And the fear aspect of it, that is another way that the enemy will try to keep us from that calling that God has placed on our lives. Because, you know, I, I think sometimes we have a, mis, a misconception and we think that, well, as long as we're not doing anything bad, you know, we're okay, right? As long as, you know, as long as I'm not doing anything bad, then, you know, the enemy doesn't have a hold of me. But here's the truth. The enemy doesn't have to get you to do anything bad. He just has to get you to do nothing. Mm. And if you do nothing then that's holding you back and that's preventing you from stepping into that calling that God has put on you and what he need, what God needs you to do to further the kingdom. Yeah. Wow. That's so powerful. Can you say that again? Cause I know that people are going to be like, wait, what'd she say? Just about it holding you (laughs) back. I think it needs to be repeated. Absolutely. Like the enemy does not have to get you to do anything bad. He just has to get you to do nothing. And that is how he does it is through fear, because when you are fearful, you don't move. So if he can keep you afraid and he can keep you still and in place, 
then he can prevent you from walking forward into that calling, into that purpose where God wants you to be. So that, so that's like, that's the one big key takeaway is like, feel the fear and do it anyway. You know, we have, um, there are uh, 365 verses in the Bible that say, do not fear, right? There's one for every day of the year. Why? Because God in his incredible, infinite wisdom knew that we were going to struggle with fear. Mm. And so he gave, he tells us over and over and over and over again throughout the word, do not fear. Do not be afraid. I am with you. I am your God. Like I got your back, you know, like if I am for you, who can be against you? And we just have to trust and we have to believe in that and move forward with him. Yeah. So, so good. Amazing. So how do we move forward? So one thing that you said that I really, really got a hold of was um, that it really makes us be in our own way, that we are the ones who can't move forward because we are stuck in that fee, in that feeling like a fraud, feeling inadequate, feeling like I really shouldn't be here. Um, it's us, like it's us holding us back. So how do we get out of our own way, really? So there are a couple of things like, how do we get out of our way? We've got to build our confidence that we can get out of our way. And all of this, you know, we were, we were chatting a little bit before we started the episode and, and you were talking about uh, the course that you built, these four steps to go from overwhelmed to thriving. And you talked about the, the mindset aspect of it. And, and that really is key to creating the shift to get out of your own way. It starts in the mind and your confidence gets built through what you're telling yourself, through your self-talk, um, through your self-perception and identifying and rewriting your limiting beliefs, those things that are telling you why you're not good enough. You know, those, those um, like, they're like little scripts, you know, they're just like on repeat, they're on a little loop in your mind that says, why you can't do this and why you don't belong here. Those are all limiting beliefs. And Romans 12, 2 tells us, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So and that's what we have to hold on to. It is, the battle is in our mind. And if we can start to turn the tide in our mind, then that's where we can really start to pull into understanding what God wants for us, where he wants us to go. So as we're, we're changing our self-talk, we're changing our self-perception, we begin to see ourselves the way that God sees us. You know, we begin to talk to ourselves the way that God would speak to us. Because I don't know about your listeners and I don't know about you, but my self-talk was, it was not fit for human consumption. It was really, really bad. <laughs> and I stopped one day and I said, you know, Crystal, if you believe that God made you in his image, and you do, right? Like, mm. how, how can you speak to yourself this way? Mm. You know, if you, if you believe that you were fearfully and wonderfully made, 
How can you speak to yourself this way? You're a creation of God. God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't, you know, he didn't mess up when he made you. <laughs> so, you know, just shifting our mindset to really begin to see ourselves the way that God sees us helps us tremendously to start telling ourselves a different story. You know, that we are worthy. Why? Because God says we are. Mm. We do have value. Why? Because God created us. And he doesn't create things that don't have value. You know, we're here for purpose. Why? Because we woke up this morning. You know, so obviously he's not done with us yet. So, you know, when we start to get into that space and start to look around us and, and see all of the things that we have to be grateful for, all the blessings that God has given us, it puts you into a different frame of mind and you start to realize that you're in the place where you are because you've done what needed to be done to get there. You've come alongside, you've partnered, and now you can go forward hand in hand, walking next to God and having him lead you forward down the path so that you can do really what he brought you here to do. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so encouraging to that we can do it like that. It's just God, God is not there wanting to hold you back or wanting you to fail. He's there going, I have this amazing calling for you if you would just take one step forward, just one, just one step today, just one step forward today. Um, and again, we get that confidence by taking that one step and doing that one thing, whatever it is, because obviously everyone's calling is different. It's going one little step is going to look different, but maybe it's sending your friend an encouraging message. Maybe it's starting a business. Maybe it's, sharing something like but yeah just that ability to speak to yourself and I even saw this morning I forget who shared it might have been Priscilla Shara shared it that the only the names that God calls you should only be the ones that you answer to so when we are calling ourselves like failure and unworthy not good enough that's that's not who he says that we are. So, yeah, that's changing right. ourselves talk so important. That's right. That's right. And and if anyone is struggling with that, and maybe they're listening to us and they're thinking, okay, well, fine. You know, you want me to start calling myself what God calls me. Well, what did God call me? Get into the Word. Mm. Like, get read. You know, get in, you don't have to read the entire Bible cover to cover in a single setting. Like your mind will explode if you do that. So don't do that. You know, (laughs) take it, take it a little piece at a time. Mm. You know, there's so much packed into even just, you could pull out just one verse and really, you know, dig and, and unpack it deeply, but there's so much in there. And if you look, he tells you who you are. Mm. You know, um, I actually, I just finished up doing um, a study on the book of Ephesians. And chapter one and chapter two of the book of Ephesians, Paul is explaining in detail how deeply God loved us to create us in the first place. 
Mm. You know, that before he even formed the earth, before he formed anything that we see now, he chose us. Mm. And he chose to create us out of his great love for us. So, you know, let anyone who's doubting, let them start there. And just knowing that before, you know, before anything, before anything, he knew you, he saw you, he chose you. He chose you out of his great love for you. Yeah. And that, that in itself, when you really, like, it's one thing to go, yeah, I know I'm chosen by God. Like, yeah, that's nice. But it's another thing to really grasp a hold of actually going, wow, the God who created the heavens and the earth, the God who put the stars in their place, who he formed me and has a calling for me and he chose me. Like that's when you really grasp that, it's mind-blowing. It'll bring you to your knees. Mm. It will like, it will bring you to that place because it is so, it's overwhelming. You know, mm. it's overwhelming to have that realization. It's so beautiful, but it is so powerful. Mm. And when you reach that point, you can't go back to where you were. Mm. You know, once you realize that, you can't go back to where you were. You move forward from that with a whole new perspective. So good. Tingles and goosebumps. So good. Uh, so so for the woman who is um, still kind of going, okay, but what, what can I practically do to get out of this place of imposter syndrome? What would you say to her? I would tell her to start with her self-talk, honestly. Like I would tell her to start with her self-talk. And we need to, before we can change, we need to know what is there. So, you know, it's an exercise in paying attention. It's an exercise in self-awareness to listen. Because for most of us, these scripts in our head have been running for so long, we don't even realize they're there they're just part of our normal thought process because, you know, like they've always been there, you know, I mean, that's okay. Well, this is how I think this is, this is just how I am. Right. But when you start to pay attention and you hear yourself and you say, you know, as you're going through the day, Oh gosh, you know, I haven't, haven't cleaned up the dishes yet. Oh, you know, and you start to hear that kind of condescending tone, like, well, so-and-so would have already had this done. Comparison, things like that. You take note of that. And I would even go so far as to tell that woman to write those things down. Because when you write them down and you actually see what you're saying to yourself, you don't want to say it anymore. Mm. And so once you know what that is, then you start then you start the process of changing what that is, being very purposeful about what it is that you say to yourself. You know, writing affirmations is something that's been um, of great help for me because it 
got me into a place where I could say something different. You know, I could, I could speak a different language to myself. I could tell myself I am worthy. You know, I am loved. I am capable. I do belong. And those types of things, listen, anything that you say to yourself over and over and over and over again, your brain is going to believe. So it's our choice. You know, God gave us the wonderful gift of free will and choice. It's our choice what we're going to say to ourselves. So for anyone who is in that place, that ultimately is, in my opinion, the best place to start because that helps to shift perspective. Yeah, that's so important. And to recognize too that it is a practice, like it's one thing it, you have to go from it being this subconscious real that's just going over and over and over again to starting to pick up on it, starting to recognize it. And then as you go on, learning to recognize it coming before it comes, being able to stop it, like it's it's a muscle that you have to strengthen. Yes. Uh, and as you said before, being in the word, that is the best way to combat those those thoughts. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because here's the, here's the, another amazing thing about our brains. Like we can't sit in two opposite emotions at the same time. Mm. So we can't be like, we can't be in fear and faith at the same time. We can go back and forth quickly, but we can't be in fear and faith at the same time. We can't be in joy and sadness at the same time. Again, we can go back and forth, but we can't, we can't hold that same space at the same time. So just like you said, you know, it is a practice. It takes time. There is no magic pill. I'm so sorry to be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> there's no magic pill. There's no magic bean. There's no beanstalk. Like there's, that doesn't, you know, that's not real. It takes time and effort and practice. And, but it does happen. And that's what I want to encourage everyone is that it does happen. You know, when you remain faithful to God, God will remain faithful to you. Mm. And before you even start the process, I would say, take it to prayer and ask him to show you those places where you need to shift your thinking and ask him to help you shift that thinking. Yeah. So so good to take it to him because he's so gracious and will will show you as well so wow well crystal thank you so much before we wrap up um can you do you have anything else any final words of encouragement to share with us oh just keep going like keep going like keep fighting the good fight honestly keep fighting the good fight because it is worth it absolutely it is worth it and you can do it like I yeah. promise, I promise you could do it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much. This has, this conversation has really blessed me and I know it's going to bless so many other women out there. I know that the spirit is on this conversation that we have just had. So thank you so much for, for coming on and sharing with us. Can you let, because I know everyone's going to want more of that now. Uh, can you let everyone know where they can find you? 
Absolutely. It's my pleasure. It has been my pleasure to be here. Um, and, and yes, the, the spirit has been on this conversation and I just pray that it is, it's exactly what someone needs to hear. Mm. So, um, the best way to get, um, to get a hold of me or get connected with me is actually through my website, which is um, www.crystalfry.com. And I know Elise, you'll have that in the show notes um, for your listeners, but that's like the one-stop shop for me. So you can find my social media, you can send me a message, you can get on my email list, you can go look at courses, you can go check out the ministry, you can go see what we're doing. Like all the things are right there um, on that website. So. That's that's the best place. Easy. I love it. One-stop shop. I'm all yes. about that. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you again so much. Uh, yes. And we will have a link to a resource of yours in the show notes because this, this topic about imposter syndrome and getting unstuck and living in your purpose is what you're all about. So, uh, thank you so much for sharing with us. And yeah, I'm honored to have you on the show to share. It's been my pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.